0: Everybody, it's Pastor Justin. So glad you're tuning in and checking out our 242 podcast. If you're a first time listener, welcome. I encourage you, if you're listening to this podcast first, uh, please take time to listen to uh, our first session and then continue with this one uh, right afterwards. In Malachi chapter 3, verses 8 to 12, God addresses his people. In a period of time when they're neglecting giving to God. The last thing that I saw in this passage is that God promised favor for those who are faithful in giving. When you look at the remainder of this passage, verse 11 reads, Your crops will be abundant, for I will guard them from insects and disease. Your grapes will not fall from the vine before they're ripe. Then all nations will call you blessed, for your land will be such a delight, says the Lord. We have a couple in our Young Adults group that has an amazing testimony in regards to tithing and giving before God. And so we're going to take a portion of this podcast uh, just to hear their testimony. It really is such a powerful example of God's faithfulness and favor to those who are faithful in their giving. So why don't we check this out?
1: Hey guys, my name's Carla. This is my husband, Dave, and um, we're here to just tell you our testimony um, about tithing. We had talked to Pastor Dustin and Stephanie before about it and they asked us to share with you. So um, we hope this uh, encourages you and that you're um, just moved by our story.
2: So yeah, we're just uh, (laughs) thrilled, you know, to uh, talk about our testimony and it just shows you know, how big God is and, and how you know, he will work in your life if you put him first. We'll go back 10 years. Um, I got my first real job when I was 19 years old. I was making good money. And throughout the next 5 or 10 years, I basically um, got myself into a lot of debt. It started out with small credit cards. And then those credit cards grew. And then I said, oh, you know what? This would be smart. I'll, I'll take out a loan that's low interest and I'll pay off this credit card. But I would do that, but then I didn't close the credit card. So a couple of years later, that credit card would be maxed out again. And it was like a cycle all the way through my 20s. It just kept going and going until I found myself in just this incredible, like huge pile of debt. Although on the surface, I seemed like I had it all together financially, really. I was drowning in debt and no one knew about it because I was... Um, back and forth at church in my 20s, I would go for six months, I'd stop going, I'd go for a year, I'd stop going for three years, and I was trying to do it all by myself, and um, you know, we just know now that you can't do that, you know, you have to live your life for God, and you know, he will work everything out for you if you just submit to him.
1: So, we actually have been friends for a long time, and it was probably September of 2012 that Dave introduced me to First Assembly, And within the next month actually we were dating and um, I had decided you know we had been consistently coming for the next few months and it was January of the next year that I was I knew that I needed to start tithing and so that became just a commitment that I made every week Um, I encouraged Dave to and uh, he wasn't quite ready yet he resisted and he had been trying to sell his motorcycle for probably like 10 months and he was just like, you know what, once that sells, I'll have enough money to tithe. I'll have this much money free, and then I'll be able to tithe. And that's not really the way we're supposed to think. But, you know, I just I just kept encouraging him, trying not to push him to do something he wasn't ready to. But after um, some encouragement from myself and his sister, Lisa, he started to tithe. Uh, I think it was in February. Mm-hmm. Um, and pretty awesome. within a month, his motorcycle sold after 10 months of no bikes, no phone calls, nothing. So that was pretty cool. That was like the first big move that we saw God make.
2: Yeah, so that saved me about $400 a month, uh, which just freed up you know, right away. I had extra money to, to start you know, paying off some other debt. Um, so this is where it gets interesting. So my total debt um, at this point, between four loans and two credit cards was $35,000. And it was for things that I no longer had, I had no clue what I had spent the money on, and I felt as though at this point in my life that there was just no way I would be able to get out of this debt. But, you know, we decided to put our faith in God and and um, try to see the bigger picture, and you know, he worked it all out, so this is how it happened.
1: So, let's see, we just continued um, tithing every week. We never missed a week. Dave started the Dave Ramsey plan to help himself get out of debt, and that's just, you know, this plan was based on biblical principles and uh it really started to work and we really started to see changes
2: yeah so that was in june and the very next month through uh saving some money and having some yard sales and just selling some stuff i didn't need anymore i was able to pay off my first loan of uh $2,600 uh that was like $160 a month uh so that was amazing start right there
1: (laughs) yep and so let's see a few months went by and um we just continue to do what we're doing just staying obedient to god and um in October of 2013, to my surprise, David uh, proposed. So we got engaged and we didn't want a long engagement, so we planned a wedding for six months out and um, decided to put paying off debt for a little while until the wedding was paid for. Um, And then of course, October, as we all know, is Missions Month here at First Assembly. And at the end of the month, you know, we're challenged to make a commitment to give to missions every month. And Dave and I both separately, of course, made our commitment um, to start giving commissions as well as our tithe every week. Um, so that was just something that God put on our hearts and we knew we had to do. Um, so we did that throughout the next, you know, several months.
2: Uh, and then this is where the story gets good. So as we <laughs> saved money for the wedding and we were planning, um, I got laid off from my job. Um, and at a time where most people would be worried and concerned that, you know, oh no, I just lost my job, it turned out to be um, the best thing that could ever happened to us, the biggest blessing, because um, I had been at my job for 12 years. Um, so I'm gonna give you guys all the details here. So I received a severance package of um, $33,000, um, which they hit hard on taxes. So after taxes, I got uh, $20,500. Um, and then naturally, the first thing I did, being that I was putting my faith in God was to write my tithe check. So I wrote my tithe check for $3,300. Um, And you know, the old me would have taken that money um, and probably spent it on on stuff I didn't need um, and not done anything smart with it. So I tithed, after that I had just over $17,000. At this point, we knew the best thing was just to put all of that money towards my debt. Um, So I was able to pay off um, three loans with that money that equaled exactly $17,000. That was $650 a month that I was able to save right there, um, I mean, God is good. He takes a situation like that and, and just turns it into, the, you know, a huge positive for us.
1: Yeah, so uh, a few months later, we got married in April, and um, the most amazing thing is throughout Dave being laid off and even all this extra money now that we're giving with missions and our tithes and everything, we were still able to pay $10,000 towards our wedding out of pocket and come back from our honeymoon with... Absolutely no debt from the wedding, which was our goal. Mm-hmm. Um, but we weren't quite sure we were going to be able to do it, but God really provided for us through that time, which is just so awesome.
2: So we come back from the honeymoon. Um, so far, this is 14 months after uh, we started tithing. Um, and in 14 months so far, we, well, I um, had paid off uh, $25,500 of my debt in total and that left us with um, $11,000 between us. Um, $9,500 was my remaining two credit cards and she had one $1,500 credit card um, that was hers, that was now ours. So we came back with enough money, um, the first thing we did was pay off her credit card, um, just left us with that $9,500. At the end of May, I was blessed with a, a fantastic job in, in the same field I was in before, doing the same exact thing. I was not even looking for this job. It literally fell into my lap. Um, it was fantastic. A better job, better pay, better benefits, bigger bonuses. I mean, it was definitely God looking out for me. It was everything that you know I could have asked for. Well, fast forward with three months. So God bless us so much in this time that in 90 days time, we were able to pay off the last $9,500 in credit card debt in full. We made the last payment about one month ago, and to this day we think about
1: where those funds even came from and, and how we were able to pay our normal bills and tithe and everything else and still pay that much in three months and it's just unbelievable.
2: It just proves how, you know, God is amazing and in, in that he, He's always looking out for us as long as we put Him first and just put our faith in Him. Um, so the Total debt um, between the two of us that we paid off in only 19 short months was $36,500. And that debt is all gone now. It's just amazing.
1: It's just like, it's crazy to think about how God has tr- like just blessed us beyond what we could have ever imagined. And it's just helped us to realize how important it is to put God first in everything that we do. And just... This series that we're going into, or this next you know session, is about giving, and we've just l- learned that God requires just a little bit of what we have, and if we just trust Him and put our faith in Him and give Him what what is required and what He deserves, then He's going to bless us so much, and then we you know even go beyond uh, beyond that with missions and. Um, you know, love offerings and even our time just serving in the church with youth and other things. It's just amazing what God will do, and I just hope that this is uh, a huge encouragement um, because I know sometimes you you have a mindset like, oh, well, I don't even have enough money to pay my tithe, or I won't be able to pay my bills if I if I tithe. Well, unfortunately, that is the wrong mindset. and if, Your faith is everything in that situation. You trust God, and you take that step of faith, and you give Him what He deserves. And He's going to bless you in ways that you just couldn't even imagine. And that's exactly what we've experienced. And we couldn't talk about it enough, just how awesome God is.
0: I think that Dave and Carla's testimony just shows that God gives favor to the faithful. We have to guard our hearts to ensure that we're not giving for the blessing. Because when we hear testimonies like this, one of the first things we think is, well, I'm going to give like that because I want to be blessed the way that they've been blessed. I mean, to get $36,000 in... Nineteen months. I mean, that sounds great. I want that, you know. So I'll I'll give like they did, so that I get that money back. And that's not the point of their testimony. They're sharing their testimony because they wanted to show that when you're faithful to God and you put Him first, not seeking to to receive anything in return, but just to be faithful to God, that God blesses you. And that's the thing. That's what makes this so difficult. Because blessing is a result of our giving, and we have to make sure we never make it the reason why we give, and it's something that we may have to battle on a daily basis before God, where we wake up in the morning and every time we choose to give, that we say, God, keep my heart right, God, keep my heart focused on furthering your kingdom more so than anything else, and help me not to get caught up in selfish giving, that where I give so that I can receive. When you think about why tithing was established, it was to teach people to honor God. That's why they gave. They gave to honor God. They gave to use what God had given them to further His kingdom. And our hearts need to have the right motive. Because God provides everything. And tithing is a practice to help us let go of our, resources, not hold on to them. So the question that we'll close this session with is, do we still have to tithe today? There's a lot of people today who feel that tithing doesn't apply to the New Testament church. The argument is that there's not a lot of New Testament support for tithing. People could look at that argument from two sides because there's no argument against tithing either. My problem with this is that people look for the command of tithing instead of seeing the principle of tithing. When they look for a thou shalt tithe in the New Testament in the early church instead of looking at the principle and history of tithing and the principle that tithing gives in our lives. And for some people, they're looking for that loophole. Well, the New Testament doesn't really say that I need to tithe. It just says I need to give. So, you know, as long as I just give like a little here and a little there, then I'm fine. You know, I'm giving. That attitude places resources, whatever it may be, above faithfulness. Now, there are those who claim that tithing keeps us from giving more to God. And I think that can be true for some people, that they make that 10% the end-all, be-all and well, I'm tithing before God, I'm giving that 10%, and that's it. The standard for New Testament giving is giving pretty much everything extra in your life to others. It's taking care of, of your needs, only your needs, with the, the resources you have, and giving the rest of that away. Do we do that as Christians? I, do, do I do that? I'll be honest and say I try my best. But I probably fall short quite a bit. But that is the foundation, that is the principle, that is the guideline set by New Testament Scripture. Use what you need and give the rest away to further the kingdom of God. But some people use tithing as i I'm only going to give 10% because that is all that is required of me. And when you look at it that way, they're doing it as a duty. It becomes less of a joy of giving and it's more of just, I'm doing this because I have to. I think when you look at tithing, you see the standard of faithfulness set by God. God was teaching his people through tithing to give faithfully back to him. 10% was, a, was the standard set by God to further the ministry, to challenge selfishness, and to help the people grow in trust. Some people feel that tithing traps people in their giving and keeps them from giving more. But this is only the case when the heart of that person is to do whatever they need to to get by. Their heart's not in the right place. And Jesus addressed uh, a category, a group of people whose heart was not in the right place in regards to their relationship with God. And he talks about tithing. In Matthew 23... Verse 23 and 24, Jesus says, Woe to you, teachers of the law and Pharisees, you hypocrites! You give a tenth of your spices, mint, dill, and cumin, but you have neglected the more important matters of the law, justice, mercy, and faithfulness. You should have practiced the latter without neglecting the former. He's saying you should have practiced the latter. You should have practiced justice Mercy and faithfulness without neglecting the former, which was the tithe. You blind guides, you strain out a gnat but swallow a camel. The teachers of the law tithed so meticulously that they gave a tenth of even their spices. Yet their hearts were not in the right place. They neglected justice, they neglected mercy. They neglected faithfulness. And Jesus was saying, you should be tithing, but your heart has to be in the right place. You have to be walking in right relationship with God. It's not just about appeasing God with 10%. It's not just about fulfilling your duty. It goes so much further than that. It goes into deeper issues of the heart. And we we can make tithing a duty, and that's something that God does not desire. It was something that God instilled in the people to allow them to practice the art of giving. It allowed them to practice holding on to their resources loosely. And I think it's something that's very applicable today. And it's a principle of giving that works. It's seen in reality. We're going to stop there. We'll continue on next time addressing as many principles as we can. For now, thank you so much for listening and being a part of this podcast. We appreciate each and every single one of you that are taking the time to invest in yourself and to be encouraged in the Word. And I pray that this series on giving, that you would be challenged to not just hear the words that are spoken, but to apply the principles that we'll be discussing into your life. And I pray that you see the hand of God in your life in such a powerful way. We'll catch you guys next time. See you later.